You are listening to Little Geek Lost. I'm Evil Dr. Debrew, and I'm ordering you to listen to this podcast and enjoy it. When you're done, you must bow to me, but for now, enjoy the show. So we're back with another episode of Little Geek Lost, and I've got a gamer on. So who are you, and what do you do? <laughs> uh, my name is Pete and Bessie, and I am a co-founder over at Slack and Slash. We're a YouTube channel. Nice. And I've seen you guys play some video games on there, Pokemon. <laughs> uh, yeah, we do do some Pokemon plays. <laughs> definitely big Pokemon fans. Um, yeah, I mean, we're not definitely um, – we're kind of – I wouldn't say we're in any, like, one specific camp. Most of us are PC gamers. Um, me and Andy, one of the other members, are both big Nintendo fans, and uh, I'm a bit of a Sony fanboy as well. But you know, we're, we're utilitarian gamers. We play. We go where the best experiences are. <laughs> well, and that's perfect because that's what our topic is: is video games. <laughs> um, I think that that's kind of something that we both share. I mean, I've grew up with video games, and you know having all the different systems as a kid and everything, and to sort of shape my life. So, I mean. Even starting with Nintendo, like, I remember having the original Nintendo and just playing, like, mad Super Mario Brothers with my friend, <laughs> just ridiculous amounts in her basement as a kid, and sort of that being my first, you know, adventure into into gaming. So, like, how far back can you remember? What was the first video game that you remember as a kid? Um, so, the first game I ever remember playing, the NES uh, predates me a little bit. Um, <laughs> I'm 23, I was born in 1992. Um, so that was a little bit before my time, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm dating myself a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, whatever. Um, but my first experience with games, actually, like that I can remember anyway, was when I was younger. Um, my mom was a uh, kind of like a freelance interior designer to a degree. She would do like yeah. reupholstery jobs and stuff like that, or make drapes for people. And um, there was one client that she had a pretty good relationship with. She like helped her remodel her whole house uh, for like a couple different projects, and um, you know it was when I was I think I was like th- two or three years old. So it was before I was in school or anything like that. So I was usually tagging along with her whenever she'd go out. Okay. And um, the client had two teenage sons who um, were both big gamers. And um, basically, I-, I think the first time I ever went up there, their mother kind of sent me upstairs. Um, to like, you know, she's like, oh, you know, you can go hang out with the boys. Like they'll, they'll give you something to do. Um, so I went up there and thankfully, I mean, they were really, really nice to me. They basically, every time I would go there, they'd sit me down in front of the TV and just like literally just educate me about games. You know, it was like, oh, "Oh, here's Super Mario Brothers. Here's how you play that. Have some fun, you know? (laughs) And, um, I remember like, you know, it was my mom worked for them for a couple months. So there was like every single day I would get to go and just hang out in their room, like, while they were at school or whatever, and, you know, I was playing Super Mario Brothers, um, it's like the Hedgehog, Mortal Kombat, which I was way too young for. Um, yeah, the first game I remember playing was Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo. Oh, nice. I had a, I had a Super Nintendo, and it fell down the stairs in my house, like, to the basement, and got this huge crack in it, and still ran perfectly fine. <laughs> that's actually, that's really funny. Uh, there's, like, a joke among me and my, like, core group of gamer friends that, um, that Nintendo's, like any Nintendo product is made out of pure Nintendium that's indestructible. 
<laughs> Pretty much. I mean, I always used to say they're built like Fr- Fisher Price stuff, or like you know, like that. Yeah. It kicked it down the stairs. Huge crack in the case. Still worked perfectly fine. You have like nowadays where you bump it a little bit, or you get a little tiny speck of dust on the CD, and oh, doesn't play. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy you know, when you think about it. Like, you know, the consoles like from previous generations were so simple. Yeah. You know, like it's it, like now it's like they're really like pretty advanced computers, so it makes sense that they're a little more sensitive, but. I don't know, it's crazy to think that, like, as long as you maintain it, like, a Super Nintendo or an NES will probably run forever. Oh, But, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> eventually, like, all our Xbox 360s or PlayStation 4s or whatever will probably eventually just burn out. Yep. <laughs> Most of them burn out faster than others, too, or some of them burn yeah, out right, faster than others. Yeah, right, they burn out before you're even done with them. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and it's funny, because my husband works out of town, like, off and on in the summer, and he just went out on a trip, and he actually got one of the other guys going with them to bring his N64 out so they could play Goldeneye. Nice. <laughs> so that was like everything. They're like, oh, we're going to play Goldeneye. I'm like, it's going to look awful on the TV. Like, I can't imagine what that looks like now. But he was just like, super excited about playing Goldeneye. Yeah, the, the worst thing for me with that game was like the controls are just do not hold up. Like, you know, using yeah. the N64 controller, like, yeah, I think you have to use the C one. buttons to like change your camera angle and stuff. Like, there's no like dual joystick or anything. So, mm-hmm. like, we're so uh, at least I know I'm so accustomed to playing uh, first person shooters like that, or at the very least with like a mouse and keyboard. So, like, yeah. having to have that like square kind of uh, movement is really really frustrating. That was a very like weird controller too, the Nintendo 64 one with the weird oh, yeah. like middle handle thing. Yeah, yeah. The then the N64 controller was just like. A mess. Yeah. That's really the only way. I think it's like, like, granted, it did give us the analog stick, so credit yeah. where credit's due, but like, that thing is a hot mess. Oh, yeah, for sure. I <laughs> like going back to like the old NES ones where it's just like the two buttons. <laughs> hey, you know, it's simple, but it works. It's so great in comparison to now where you've got, you know, like four main buttons and then like all the side bumpers and everything. Joysticks, yep. four triggers, <laughs> exactly. a D pad. <laughs> You need, like, eight more fingers to control everything. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome that, like, you know, seeing the progression, even, like, just in controllers, the difference. But when it got to that point, I guess it was, like, around, like, PS2, probably, where they kind of, That was like, when that, like, that layout became kind of yeah, standardized. they kind of, like, stayed with, like, that same thing, you know, PS2, Xbox, around there. Yeah. We actually yeah, I mean, have uh, two old PS2s. What's that? I think we actually have like two old PS2s kicking around somewhere. Yeah, I, I still have I have almost every console I've ever owned still in working condition. Um, the only one I ever got I got rid of my GameCube because the Wii played GameCube games, so I remember I I traded that in. And uh, same deal with like the original Xbox, but I think other than that, I have everything. I think I have my GameCube. I don't think I still have my Super Nintendo anymore, but I do have my original Game Boy. With Tetris. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still have my original Game Boy. <laughs> and then that was my first console. And then we've got a couple PS2s kicking around because my dad had one. And then we had, like, my husband and I had one. And then it's like my dad packed his with, like, the mod chip and everything. So then he right. gave us his other one or something. I don't remember how we ended up with the second one. I've been tempted to, like, hook it back up just to see how bad the games are on it. <laughs> yeah, some of them hold up. I know, that, uh, that, like, that generation, like, the uh, earlier 3D games are definitely, like, they don't hold up quite as well, because, you know, they were, like, very much still kind of, like, trying to figure out just how to operate in that space effectively and, like, making yeah. good use of the tech and everything. 
I know uh, with Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Ten, we got the remastered yeah. one for PS4. And I know that like that was like one of the main reasons I was going to hook the old PS2 up. I was like, I want to play this. I'm going to hook it up to play it. And then they released it. So I just got the the new one for it. Yeah, that they tend to do that these days too, which I'm I'm actually a big fan of. I, I'm a, I'm into the the HD re-releases. I know a lot of people like kind of look at them as like cash grabs or whatever, but I don't know. I think it's cool. I like I like getting new, uh, you know, experience an older game with a fresh coat of paint. Yeah, well, it's kind of nice seeing it like updated and making it playable again, where you don't have to sit there and like dig out the old system and hook it up and yeah, look at a nice HD TV where it looks so horrible and pixelated. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, the big thing for me, too, is, like, you know, like, we're talking about graphics and stuff. I feel like when I look at, like, older games, like, anything from, you know, like, the age of the Super Nintendo and back, like, all of those games are just as good as I remember them being when you pop them in. You know, like, the pixel art still looks good. Like, it's still, like, very beautiful. Like, obviously, it's a more primitive style, but, like, it's an aesthetic that I personally really appreciate. Yeah. And it's, like, Super Mario World still looks and plays just as well as it did when it came out. Like, Super Mario Brothers or, you know... Take your pick, like Ninja Gaiden, yeah. Metroid, any of those games. Like they're still tight and they still look great and they still sound great. And I feel like a lot of those like early 3D games just don't hold up so well. So it's it's cool to like get the HD re-release so it looks the way you remember it looking. Yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'd love to. Well, I know everyone goes on about like GoldenEye and seeing that being re-released and redone because I know it was like the biggest game for the N64. Yeah, it was like the first. That was like the first like. You know, not the first, but the first like real uh, modern first-person shooter. Anyway, yeah, and it was that, like, like it was a for... good game. <laughs> yeah, that game's really fun. <laughs> I, you know, I've, I've wasted so many hours with that game in my youth. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> See, I'm more of like RPG kind of game, so I was always into like Final Fantasy and Mario Brothers to a point. I mean. Oh yeah, and I think of video games. I think of Mario. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah, no question. I'm, I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely a big RPG guy too. Um, but I, you know, like a game like GoldenEye for me is just fun for like couch play. Oh, you know, yeah. I love like sitting down with a couple buddies and and just hashing it out. Oh yeah, I always said I don't know. I'm not that great at first person shooters. I have a hard time with like the sticks, the controlling the different directions. And I remember yeah. like when I was going out of town, so I'm like, oh, I'm gonna play Call of Duty, and this is like a couple years ago. And I left it, like, played online, and, like, it was so bad. I died, like, so much. I'd get, like, two steps, and then I'd get killed. Yeah. And I had, like, the speakers and all that on, so, like, I could hear all the other, like, 12-year-old kids just screaming at me. They were so pissed. But it was so funny. I was just pissing myself laughing. I'm like, whatever, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Call of Duty's definitely not my scene. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, like, a big first-person shooter guy either. Like, I, um... I prefer, like, third-person stuff. You know, I, yeah. I like third-person, like, shooters. Like, you know, like, I like Mass Effect and Uncharted and things like that. But those games are fun, like, not because of the gunplay. You know, that's not really yeah. the focus. So, you know, like, I can count the number of first-person shooters that I like on one <laughs> hand. Well, it's, like, Fallout with the world and, like, you know, right, yeah. Skyrim, where it's just, like, easy to get lost in the world and doing other things. Where you're not just on a team killing each other. I mean, that's yeah, fine really for love, those um, people, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, if that's, like, you know, if that's what you want to do, yeah. like, for sure. And, like, I get it because, like, I really like League of Legends for this for that reason. Like, that's my, like, team-based let's go out and kill people game, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, it's just different. You know, I, I like that kind of game more so than... Shooters are, like, they're just a little too... I don't. I don't like the pace of them. You know, like they're, they're like you said. Like it's you know you you run out and you're dead. You run out and yeah. you're dead. You run out and you're dead. And like 
obviously if you're good that doesn't happen like if that's you know if you're like a really diehard first person shooter player you're not gonna like run into those problems but i never play a first person shooter long enough to like actually get any good at it yeah it's my interest you know so i don't know like i can appreciate why people want to play a game like that just not for me yeah i'm the same way like you know i'd rather sit there and get like lost in the world of the game and I think that's why, like, well, I'm a big WoW nerd, so <laughs> I think that that's why, like, I was sort of drawn to that, because I can just, you know, let my ADD take over and just wander off and do something else. And Right, yeah. It was actually yeah. really bad for that when, I think it was the Lich King expansion, and we got out to, like, the new zone or whatever, and there was like, the ocean, I'm like, oh, look, there's a whale out there, and so I, like, swam out after it. And it was like 10 minutes later. And I was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. Swimming out after this whale. That's He's so like, funny. why don't you start leveling? I'm like, because there was a whale. And I swam after it to see if I could get to it. I got to see. I got to explore the nooks and crannies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I definitely like uh, a good sense of exploration in games. But it's funny, like, you know, um, I like literally just put up a video um, today, the 11th, which is when we're recording this to date it. Sorry. Um <laughs> Uh, about Uncharted on my channel, and um, it's this series we do called Great But Late, where like, we review uh, one of history's greatest games that we've never played before, like as if it were new. Yeah. And um, the thing, like one of the things I talked about in it was that, uh, like, what I thought was so great about Uncharted, like about playing it in 2016, was that um, like I have like very very real open world fatigue. Like I'm very <laughs> I'm so over it, and like it used to be such a special thing, you know. Like I remember. Like when Skyrim came out and that was yeah. like this huge thing and then everybody was like, oh, we're taking big influence from Skyrim. We're taking influence from Skyrim. Yeah. And I remember thinking that was a great thing. And like now, you know, what is it? I think four years later, I'm realizing how terribly wrong I was. <laughs> like it's not a good thing. Not every game needs to be open world. Not every game needs to like have all those nooks and crannies because I'm like you where like I need to go and look at all of them so yeah, like, exactly. like I, I had so many friends who have pushed me to play The Witcher 3 and I won't play it because I know <laughs> like it's too much like it has 250 hours of content in the vanilla version of the game oh, wow. plus like 60 hours of free DLC and everything and it's just like I'll die like you'll never see me <laughs> yeah. again I'll never leave my house I'll lose my job <laughs> Yep. I can't I can't commit to a game like that and I know I'll just end up burning out on it. Like that's what happened to me with Skyrim. I played that game for seventy hours and I didn't finish it. Like that bothers me. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of like the same way, but I don't know, it's like it gets to the point like with WoW, you know, and it's like near the end right now before the new expansion comes out and it's like I'm just kinda of bored because I've kind of done everything, explored everything and I'll go off and like just wander around like old areas or wander in some other places and my husband's like, why don't you, you know, finish getting gear and do raids and do this and that. I'm like, because it's boring. I've been doing it for so much. And, you know, I've kind of like at the point where there's not much else to do. So I just get bored with it. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was always the thing that like kept me from playing MMOs or like really like, like to the same thing about first person shooters, like really any game that requires that like kind of constant engagement. Mm -hmm. Like League of Legends is really the only one that ever got its hooks in me like that. And it was because... um you know, it's, it's got, like, the mix of the appeal of PvP, which was, yeah. like, my favorite part of WoW. Um, plus, like, the fact that, like, it there's always, like, a timer. You know, like, every game is going to end at some point, And it's, like, the longest a game that I've ever experienced has gone, like, in the neighborhood of, like, 45 minutes, you know? So, oh, yeah. like, it's nice that, like, if I want to get that fix, 
I can play when I want to play. And if I want to play for eight hours, I can do that. Or if I want to play for 45 minutes, I can do that. Yeah. Whereas, like, I, I remember I played WoW back in the days of... Um, vanilla? Was, <laughs> well, yeah, Vanilla. And then what was the... Burning Crusade Burning was the Crusade, first? Yeah. yeah. And I played Burning Crusade, and I had... Um, I had like two characters, like, and I, I never, I never made it to Endgame. Yeah. You know, like I, I just never, like, I played the game for months, and it was always just like, uh, I guess I should play WoW for a couple hours so I can level yeah. up, and get to the fun part of the game eventually. You know, like, when does this game get fun? And like, I was like the only person I knew who had that experience. Like, all my <laughs> friends like got way ahead of me and were raiding and stuff, and I was just like, I think I missed the boat on this. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it does kind of get to that point where it's almost like a chore, where it's like you know you have to do certain things to get certain stuff so it's like okay i gotta log on and do the daily quest like a daily right. chore you know instead of just not playing the game and having fun and it's kind of nice to like get other characters but then it's like okay so now i gotta level them up again through the same areas and be you know i know all the quests yeah. and it's like why can't i just get there to the end again yeah that was always the roadblock for me with with MMOs, like too much, there's just too much of a commitment there. Like, and you know, I like playing a game. I like getting a big experience out of a game for like a long amount of time. But uh, to your point, like it always felt like a chore. And it's like I have enough chores in my real life. I don't need my games. <laughs> yeah, to be, like, exactly. To, you know, I don't want to have like a to do list in my games. Yeah, <laughs> that you have to do before you can do the fun part. <laughs> yeah, or like if you know, to your point, like if there's like a daily thing or something like that. Like if I don't want to play you know, a game for a couple days. I don't want to be penalized. Like, oh, why didn't you play for a week? It's like, yeah. oh, because I was busy, dude. Like, I was playing another game. I don't know. Yeah. I went outside, saw the sun. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's bad, too. Like, when my husband's out of town, he'd be like, oh, can you log on and do my dailies for me? So I'm like, oh, so I got to do yours, so too? <laughs> like, That's all right. love. That's real love. <laughs> well, every year they have uh, this headless horseman for Halloween, and you go and, like, fight the headless horseman, and you have a chance of getting his mount, and it's, like, one of, like, you know, it's a very rare drop mount and it's hard to right. get. And I got it like the first year I started playing and my husband hasn't gotten it for seven years. So when he's out of town for, for the week this year, he like made me go on all of his characters and do it on everyone every day. And he actually finally got it. I'm like, there, you know, you have you to it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's just like, okay, I'll log on to all your characters every day and play for you just so you can get this mount. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, I don't know, I mean, like, we've kind of made the transition more to computer games at this point, too, from console, mm -hmm. and I think that, like, what did it was Steam and having, like, the access to Steam and, yeah. you know, having the ability with the games, because, I mean, especially for him, again, he can put it on his laptop when he goes out of town and play it, or, you know, I can log into his Steam account on my computer and play the game, and the ability to port it across systems like that, whereas, like... You know, with Fallout, we were trying to decide, well, do we want to get it for the PS4 or do we want to get it for the computer? And, like, having it on the computer and all the, you know, the console and all the extra add-ons and, right. you know, all the mods and everything for that. But then, I know, with the console, we still keep it for games, like the sports ones for Madden and, you know, hockey and all that. I mean, we're not going to play hockey on the computer. It's, I don't know, right. kind of, it doesn't feel the same playing those ones on a computer game, but... I think there's, like, those different classes in games almost now where there's, like, you know, the computer stuff versus, like, the console stuff and which right. ones fit better on both. Yeah, like, that's what I'm about. You know, like, um, I, uh, <laughs> I always like to, I like to call myself a utilitarian gamer. You know, like, I go where the best experience is. So, like, my setup right now, I have a really nice PC gaming rig, um, which I spend a good amount of time on. 
Um, I've got a PS4, which I play a lot on as well. Um, I've also got the Wii U, um, which mostly I'm just using for like Let's Plays and when we're you know playing Smash or something with with my friends. Yeah. Um, and then I've also got a 3DS and a PlayStation Vita because um, I'm a strong believer in the handheld as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm all about that. You know, I, I like picking experiences like where I think they're optimized best. You know, like there are some games that just I like to your point, like about like a sports game, like yeah. it, it only it makes sense on a console. It's like that's like I played Fallout on PS4 because I don't care about mods. Um like mods are cool, but the most experience I really ever get out of a mod is like just like watching a YouTube video about it and being like, <laughs> that's really cool. Like yeah. I think it's cool that someone took the time to make that. Um but for me like when I'm playing Fallout, like, I'm probably only going to play Fallout, like, once, you know, just because there's only, like, so many games come out nowadays that, like, yeah. I don't have <laughs> I don't have the time or, like, the desire to play Fallout, like, two or three times. And, like, the first time I'm going to play, like, I just want the vanilla experience, you know? I don't want to, like, be adding mods and making all these community changes. So, like, I would rather have it on PlayStation 4 because it's probably going to be a more stable experience. Yeah. And it's, it's just going to work, you know? It's going to work mm-hmm. day one and... Like, that's what I wanted out of it. Whereas, like, for PCs, like, if it's, like, an RTS or anything with, like, a top-down perspective or, like, a lot of the competitive games I play. Um, oh, my God, like, speaking of Blizzard stuff, um, I spent the last, like, four days, like, really, really heavily involved in the Overwatch beta. Oh, yeah. I'm so in love with it. And um, I've been playing that on PC because, like, that's where most of my friends are playing it. Yeah. And, but at the same breath, I'm thinking about picking it up on PlayStation 4 as well because I do like playing with the controller. <laughs> Yeah, I I tried it on the computer, and I don't know, it was kind of, like, a lot on the keyboard to try and control. I think so, too, yeah. There's way too many buttons for my one hand to push here. And they're not super well optimized, because, like, you need to use the uh, WSAD to, like, move around, but then, like, your Q, the Q is how you use your ultimate, and then, like, sometimes you'll use, like one of the other keys for an ability, but, like, also they're mapped to the mouse. It's, like, super weird. Yeah, I found it, like, very strange that way, and as I was playing, I was definitely thinking, like, it would be probably a lot better with a controller. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I definitely prefer playing shooters on a, with a controller, but I, like, I decided to bite the bullet with this one since most of my friends are playing it on PC, and, oh, like, yeah. I figured it was, like, a good opportunity to, like, force myself to learn how to, like use a mouse and keyboard (laughs) in perspective because that's something I've just really never gotten comfortable doing. Yeah, I've had to do that like once in a while actually because my mouse died in the middle of a raid and I'm like, oh shit, I'm like, what's mapped to my keys? And like I could only get to like the first bar of stuff with like the number keys and (laughs) it was like panicking. I was just happy that I wasn't like healing or anything like major, I was just DPS, but I was just like, oh man. (laughs) Yeah, it's like at least you can just kind of like set up like, okay, auto attack, just pick my abilities now. (laughs) Yeah, I can get to like two or three of them, so that's okay. But I couldn't even, like, get to the bars to, like, change anything because it would just do, like, the first row of whatever the numbers were. And I had my bar set up all weird, so I was like, oh, man. Oh, my God. That's, like, like, a nightmare. Yeah, it was bad. And, of course, it's, like, it's wow. So it's, like, you know, you screw up a little bit, everyone's going to jump down your throat about everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was was funny. Like, when I was playing um, Overwatch on, like, I think the first night I was playing, my keyboard died. And uh, I was just like, oh, my God, I literally can't do anything. Um, I was just like, I was lucky, like, my Xbox 360, I have an Xbox 360 controller that's wired for my PC. Oh, nice. And um, I always have it plugged in, and it's, like, it's like literally right here. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, 
So like I was already plugged in, so I was like, well, what what better time than to figure out if this game has controller support? I just picked it up <laughs> and like pushed the Xbox button and just like was able to start playing. And I was just like, oh my god, thank God. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's like pretty brutal because like, hey, what do I do? do? I start looking around for another keyboard, like yeah, panicking. It's like, or try to go find some batteries or something. Like, yeah, <laughs> panic mode set in. Yeah, I was really lucky. Yeah, I did. I did like Overwatch. I think that it looks really nice. Like, it's really oh, yeah, it's pretty to look at. Yeah, and it yeah, doesn't. Like, I, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say it doesn't really have that feel of like other first-person shooters. Like it's almost more like cell animated kind of. Yeah, yeah. Like, the look it's of not it. So yeah, like it was definitely really nice to look at and play. I didn't get to play it too much, but it's, it's something that I probably would pick up for the console over PC, which is weird for Blizzard games. <laughs> yeah, right. I think it's weird. Like this is the first time they put out a game on a console, to my memory. Uh, Diablo. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally, duh. I totally forgot about Diablo. Diablo's, like, I don't know, it's a bit different, like, the feel of it, I think, than, than, well, obviously than this one, but even just, like, the console ones of that, like, everyone seems to, like, forget about Diablo and just kind of, you know, off to the side in its own little thing. (laughs) Yeah, like, console Diablo is, like, I don't know, I played it for, um, like, a little while, and uh, it was, like, very much kind of just, like, a grindy, like, couch play kind of thing that was fun like some friends over a weekend but um the pc version seems a lot more substantial yeah it's, it was weird like it didn't seem to really fit on a console yeah like at least not in the spirit of what it's actually trying to do like it yeah. felt more like a like a Baldur's gate game or something like mm-hmm. that like it just it felt more like a dungeon crawler instead of like what diablo really is yeah yeah exactly but whatever i mean I don't know. That's where I played it, and I had, I had some fun with it. So that was, you know, I get it. Like, if they want to do that and people are having fun with it on consoles, that's cool, I guess. Well, and it's kind of nice to, like, have those choices, like, especially with Overwatch, that it's yeah. on anything. <laughs> so, like, whatever yeah, especially you play Overwatch would have been really silly if they didn't put it out on PS4 and Xbox. Yeah, exactly. I think that that's, like, definitely going to amp up, you know, the game and the people playing it and having it across all the different platforms. Yeah. I mean, it, it's like, it's a ton of fun. I'm like, I was really surprised by how much I like it. And, um, cause like, again, I'm not a big first person shooter guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big, uh, fan of, um, of Blizzard stuff overall. Like I don't hate Blizzard, but I'm definitely <laughs> not a Blizzard fanboy by any stretch of the imagination. Um, and I don't know, like it just, it really speaks to me. Like I, I love the character design. I, I, I think like oh, just the so mood sets are all really interesting. Like, I don't know. It's really, it's such a fun game. I can't, can't gush about it enough. I'm really excited to, like, I can't wait for it to come out. Now yeah. It. Like, I'm, I'm really uh, itching to play it. Like, I went, opened up the, I opened it up this morning and I was just like, oh no, the beta's over. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so can I just buy it now? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's like one super smart thing that Blizzard did with like that, that open beta for everyone. And it's like, you know, just long enough or over the weekend where you kind of oh, yeah. get a real good taste of it. And then it's really going to make a lot more people go out and get it. Where I don't really remember them doing that with like any other games. There's not just, you know, a free open beta weekend. It's usually like, oh, did you know, or were you lucky enough to get a beta key yeah. and get in on it? So that's really going to amp their sales up, I think. I think so too. I mean, like, especially because I think the buzz was already there for the game. You know, like people had been in the uh, alpha and like they were letting people stream and do YouTube videos and stuff. So like, I know I had seen a lot of the game before I had played it. Um, and I was really excited for it just from how it looked. It looked like it was fun. Yeah. And um, then getting a taste of it for myself, I was like, I, I mean, I'm ready to I'm ready to buy two versions of it because I like it that much. 
Yeah, I guess yeah. to get a bit of a different experience on each system. Yeah, no, yeah, you know, I can play with all my friends. You know, I can play with my PS4 guys and my PC guys. Yeah, we kind of need to get to that point where they're going to have like cross-platform gaming. I know, was it? I think Xbox was talking about doing it. Um. Well, PS4 already did it with uh, Rocket League. Okay. Um. And I, I know Xbox was saying that they were open to the idea of doing it as well. So, like, Rocket League is going to be cross-platform across all three. So if you're playing on PlayStation, Xbox, or PC, it does, really just doesn't matter. Um, which is cool. Yeah. Um, really cool. And I think for that, that kind of game, it really works. But for some games, like... Ooh, excuse me. Um, I think, especially for shooters, I don't know how well it'll work just because... If you're playing on a PC, you have, like, a pretty serious advantage just yeah. because, like, you like your pointer moves with your mouse. So, like, getting headshots and stuff like that is way easier. And Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's not a very even playing field. The league is, like, you know, it, it's really just kind of a matter of, like, what your preference is for controlling. You know, it's, like, you're only mm-hmm. using, like, the, the way, like, you turn the car and, like, you know, like, the camera with the mouse. Like, not, you're not, like being able to steer better because you have access to a mouse. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like, that's definitely the case with shooters. And, I don't know, I know that, like, a couple years ago, I think it was, like, what was that What was that game that came out on Xbox, like, right before, or right, what was it, uh, with the big mechs? Oh, um... Um... I can't remember it. My dad has it, too. <laughs> oh, it's killing me. I, I like, I, I want to just say Overwatch. Like, because I just, that's the game that's on my brain. Yeah. But, Where you um, can, like, go and, like, jump into, like, the big suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And it was an Xbox exclusive. I, you know, forgive me. Mm-hmm. If you're a gamer, you probably know what game we're talking about. Where, <laughs> um, like, they had Xbox players enter the uh, PC tournament, and they were just allowed to hook up Xbox controllers. Oh, yeah. And they made it to the final round. So, like, if you're really a good player, like, it's really about whatever you're the most comfortable with. Yeah, But exactly. I think, like, for, like, the regular level of players, like, it would be really hard to have a fair matchmaking system if you have some people on PC and some people on PS4, some people on Xbox. So... I don't know. I, I think it's a really cool idea. I just wonder if we'll ever actually see it, like, yeah. really come to fruition. I think, like, like you said, I think it kind of depends, like, on what game it is. Yeah. I mean, and how it works. Like, it's like something like GTA. I mean, that could easily be cross-platform because it's really not, you know, going to be too different. But first-person shooters, like, yeah, you know, it's easier to point the mouse and click than, like, move the, the joystick on a controller and, you know, get the perfect aim unless you're one of those kids that sits there and gets call of duty the day it comes out and you right. know by the next day they're already like level 100 or whatever it would be nice if there was like something like that where it would all just merge and i know like my husband and i always talk about steam and how like if there was some like one like that with consoles where you could port your game you know on a pc to a console to whatever like even if you had to pay another fee you know to play it on the other system but kind of sucks like buying the game for like you know more than one things if you want to get it that way like you said you know the overwatch you're gonna have to buy it for your pc you have to buy it for ps4 or xbox or you know whatever you want to buy it for yeah it would be nice if there was some kind of like third party or you know or all the companies got together and had like store or a way to buy it digitally there were you know you could port it to the other systems, but I don't think they yeah, work together. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it would be cool, like, if um, if there was, like, an option to buy it directly from the developer. Like, I, yeah. you know, I could just, like, like I mean, for Blizzard, like, they have Battle.net, so really they don't have an excuse for that. Like, they yeah. do have a proprietary store. Like, they could just be like, hey, you want to play it on two things? Here's a bundle or something like that. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Like, but, you know, I, 
as nice as that would be, I don't, I, don't, I doubt they'll ever do something like mm-hmm. that. I like Sony. Sony does that with um, the PlayStation Four, PlayStation Three, and the Vita. Yeah. Where, like there are some games that have cross buy. So um, I've had that with like um, like a lot of games, but like um, like Shovel Knight is a great example. Like I bought that on my on my Vita, but um, I also played did a separate playthrough of it on my PS4 just because. Yeah. And that's like a really nice added value, but definitely not something that uh, I can see why why they would be apprehensive to do that. Cause oh yeah. Like, hey, you want to play it on two systems? Buy it twice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's... they'll get a hundred bucks from me instead of sixty. So <laughs> yeah, you know, it's more money, and people will do it. People, yeah. people will buy it, or if they want to play it, they'll they'll pay for the money to you know to buy it on the system. So my one uh, solace there is that I'm pretty sure the vanilla version of Overwatch. Like without any skins or anything is only forty dollars on PC. Yeah, so, I think so. Yeah, both of them is like hundred flat, not one twenty or whatever. So that's <laughs> that's not as bad. I yeah. Can live with that. <laughs> and if I pre-order it on Amazon, I'll save a couple bucks too. So. <laughs> yeah, I think like if you pre-order it, you get like extra stuff too. Yeah, I, I think um, you know, like a couple extra skins or something yeah. like that. Yeah, sure. you always get something. Yeah, something a little extra for pre-ordering Blizzard games. I know, like, there's one pack, if you pre-order it, you'll get, like, they're, you know, because they're bringing, like, um, Overwatch characters to Heroes of the Storm. Mm, so, like, yeah. I know, like, if you pre-order it, I think you get Tracer early or something like that. Which, if I still played that game, that would be cool, but I I played that game for, like, a hot minute, and then, like, as soon as it left beta, I was like, ah, I'm over this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I, like, tried it out for a couple days, and I was just, ah, I'm not into it. But it is it's- pretty cool that it's free, though. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, I'm, I'm, you know, I I think it does a lot of cool things, but, like, I don't know, the MOBA space is just crowded, you know, like, I already play League of Legends, and I like mm-hmm. it a lot better than Heroes, so what, what reason do I ever have to play Heroes, then? You yeah, know? it's kind of like when we were looking for another MMO to play, and we're like, oh, I'll try, like, EverQuest, and I'm just like, eh, I'm just gonna go back yeah, to WoW. Yeah, I was like, do I really need to play two MMOs? Yeah, like, exactly. You know? Like, if, if this is my... MMO game, when I want to play an MMO, I'm going to play WoW, you know, or like for me, like the MOBA, like if I'm going to play a MOBA, I'm going to play League, like I don't need to play Dota and Smite or, you know, I need all these other games and like, none of those games are bad, like I I fooled around with Smite a little bit um, when they bought the the beta to PS4, but you know, it's just like, eh. You have your preference. Yeah, it just makes me want to play League. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I played it for like, I think I played it for a couple times and then my computer like rebooted and kicked me out and then I got this big email it's like oh you left the game prematurely so you've been flagged and I was like whatever and I just didn't go back <laughs> in then I'm like I'm For sorry my... yeah or yeah. Uh, League of Legends oh okay okay and I'm like I'm sorry my computer rebooted you know <laughs> so I was just like yeah. whatever bye <laughs> You're going to hassle me for, like, you know, for leaving the the game. The Tribune will come down hard on those who leave games. (laughs) Yeah, I was just like, all right, fine. I'll go back to WoW and just get yelled at by people in in chat for asking dumb questions. Right. And, like, you know, the social aspect of it, too, I think that that kind of, like, drew me more to WoW because it's, like, if I'm on and I'm bored, you know, or if I'm, like, don't really feel like doing much, I'll just sit there and just talk with other people. Totally. Having that social social side of it whereas like i guess it's good and bad like you know you're thinking back to like your old console games and you know super nintendo and stuff and you'd have like actual real life friends over <laughs> to play right. the games whereas like now you can just you know be by yourself and have the social interaction not have to go out and meet other people but you also get the bonus part of it because you get to meet 
people in other places in the world and, you know, other yeah, countries totally. and stuff and find people that way to play. And there's always someone to talk to. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're always surrounded by other players who have at least the shared interest of World of Warcraft with you, which is great. Yeah, exactly. Or they yeah, sit um, there and yell at you. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, uh, you know, there's always a couple toxic apples that spoil the bunch. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, um, I, I totally get what you're saying. Like, uh, multiplayer games are definitely, like, where I get my social experience. I think um, the reason that I probably never got as invested in a game like that is because, like, even when I was playing WoW, like, I had a guild that was made up of my friends that were, like, my real-life friends. Yeah. So, like, um, whenever I play, not whenever, but I would say nine times out of ten when I play League of Legends, I'm queuing with, like, at least three or four people that I know in real life. Oh, yeah. Um, which definitely, like, I think that's a big part of, like, what the attraction was for me. You know, it's like if you have a group of friends who you like, consistently commit to playing a game with, like, that's always going to make that experience better. Yeah, I think so. Like, even... You know, when we'd have, like, people over to play, have, like, hockey tournaments or even just, like, rock band and stuff and, you know, having our friends over to sit there and, you know, have a few drinks and play the game, I think kind of always has, like, a different feel than, you know, the online social vibe you get for, like, wow, <laughs> you know, where it's yeah. just, like, online talking to them, but they're not really there and you're not really, like, having a conversation and enjoying the game and, like, oh, did you see that, you know? I think that, like, being in person definitely has more of a fun feel to it, for sure. Yeah. I mean, if you can do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm, I'm a big believer in couch, like, couch play experiences mm -hmm. like that. Um, but, uh, you know, it's just kind of the reality of getting older is, yeah. you know, not only are there less games like that, it's less easy to get a group of people in a room to play video games for a few hours. Yep. <laughs> Whereas uh, it's certainly easy to, like, have everybody jump on Steam or and get in a Skype call, um, you know, like at the end of the work day and yeah. play a couple hours of League of Legends or like, you know, play Overwatch or like fuck around in Duck Game or something like that. Yeah, exactly. And we're so. even like, you know, even if like no one you know is online, you can always find people to play with. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's the thing. Generally, like unless I'm in between games and I like don't really have any like itching to play anything or if I'm having trouble picking something I'll save multiplayer experiences for when I have people to play with though and I'll save that alone time for doing some like single player stuff and you know getting like back to the core of what <laughs> I what, what I think video games are about yeah. anyway at least what they were about for me for most of my life it's funny like I used to be like yeah I don't really play very many multiplayer games and then now there's a couple that I'm really 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 into um, which is different but you know, I like I like to use my alone time for uh, burning through some of my back catalog of single player games. I spend most of mine just playing like Sims, <laughs> but I don't, I don't even play. That. I don't even like play Sims. I'll just like make people and then build houses and then and mur murder them. Murder them. Yep. <laughs> just drown them. Yeah. Or like build like death rooms in my house and trap people in it. Yeah. And just like slowly let them die. Or yeah, I'll like. like go to another ha family's house and like take over their house or like kill the wife and like marry the husband and take so his funny. house <laughs> oh my god yeah i used i like i fucked around a lot with the first sims when i was younger and like used to do some like morbid stuff like that i think like the funniest experience i ever had with the sims though was um back on the playstation 2 they did a port of the original sims yeah. like to i mean it was on gamecube and xbox as well but i played it on the ps2 and um they had a story mode that was yeah. like 
a little bit, you know, it was like, it was basically the same as regular Sims, but like you had goals and Mm -hmm. stuff, you know, and like you started out the game and like you're living with your mom and then like when you get a decent enough job and can save up money, like the last goal is to move out and get your own place and then a little bit more money and you get a nicer place and you know, you move up the corporate ladder or whatever, I guess. But um, I remember, like, as soon as my character moved out of his mom's house, like, I moved into my first, like, crappy little ranch house, you know, single (laughs) guy place. And, like, I think within, like, a couple, like, days of playing the game, like, my guy had, like, crippling depression and, like, my bills were all overdue. And, like, he was, like, not getting in the carpool to go to work. He was just sitting. Like, I remember there was literally this moment where, like, um, there was a fire in the kitchen and the guy, like his ride was outside for work and my character like was just sitting on the couch crying <laughs> and like refused to get up and I was just like I'm like Aww. nine years old or something like that and I was just like holy shit real life is so hard <laughs> it's just like the reality of it all <laughs> yeah I had this stark realization that that was what like the future was <laughs> like, god damn real life is scary <laughs> I was always like I've been playing Sims since like the first one came out and I know my husband, he had the, the one for PS2 and it's like, I don't know, like something happened and like his guy kept like pissing himself and stuff. I'm like, why can't your guy just use the toilet? I don't understand what you're doing to this game. Like what's wrong with you? Why is he just always standing in a puddle of his own piss? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was what happened to my guy. He was just a hot mess. He could not handle life. Maybe it was something with, like, the PS2 version. I guess. Yeah, it was just super hard. <laughs> it just made, like, bad seas where they're just all, like, depressed and inept at life. Can't handle Character anything. Character is naturally predisposed to depression. Get yeah. over it. Yeah. It's like some, like, coding bug that they put in. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, that game was... Uh, needless to say, I stopped playing shortly after that because it was really depressing. <laughs> I bet. Couldn't handle it. Like that's it. I'm going back to Animal Crossing, where like <laughs> the real life simulator is nice and colorful. Oh, I love Animal Crossing. I got it for uh, my D- my 3D DS. Yeah, but I hate oh. that like they yell at you if you haven't been on for a while. Yeah, but you're the mayor. Like they need yeah. you. It's just like the mayor abandoned us for six months. Yeah, look at all these weeds in our town. Well, I, that's like my, that's my one thing I hate about it. I hate that if you don't play, weeds sprout up because it's just yeah. like God damn it. It's like I spent so much time making so much time making my town look nice, and then yeah. it all falls apart. And like, why can't you guys pick the weeds? Yeah, right. Like, seriously, why am I the mayor of town picking all the weeds? Like, Jesus Christ! Like, hire a goddamn landscaper. I don't see the mayor in my town coming down the street pulling up weeds. It's like, can I allocate some of our bells to hire somebody to do this? Yeah, exactly. I love Animal Crossing. I always love that one. Yeah, me too. I, I played the first Animal Crossing for like years. I had, like, it was so depressing. Um, I got it when I was, like, I got it, like, the year it came out in the States. And I was, I was like, I think, like, 8 or 9. And I played it until I was, like, 12 or 13 or whatever on the same file. And I remember uh, we moved. And I hadn't played Animal Crossing since I, like, packed up my, my GameCube and everything. And, like, we moved to the house I live in now. And, like, I set it up. And I was, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to check in on my Animal Crossing town. And my file was erased. And I just cried. I was just, like, no. Oh, my God. No. Oh, that's heartbreaking. (laughs) It's, like, like, I had, like, done, like, almost everything, too, you know? Like, I had, like, the gold statue. Oh, yeah. My character, like I had the museum totally like full, and I had all the golden tools, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" All these years of playing just gone. Ah, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, I wonder if like I should dig out my GameCube and 
see if my game's still on there. Your account is still kicking? Yeah. See how bad it is full of weed. I haven't logged on in 6,000 days. <laughs> it would be about, I'd say, about 10 years, maybe. <laughs> it's like two houses and an apartment ago, so <laughs> long time. <laughs> it's like everybody in your town moved away. Yeah, it's just You're the only one there. You and Tom Nook. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe like that dog KK. Oh yeah, KK. Yeah, I like in in the new one, or is like the little nightclub. Oh yeah, you go and yeah, like yeah. hang out and watch him play. That's pretty yeah. cool. KK Slider. Yeah, and then there's like the creepy like nightclub owner guy that dances all week. Yeah, he's super weird. <laughs> and he's like, "Bring me food." <laughs> well, I love that they just have like weird little stuff in that game. I think that like that's what always like attracted me to it. Even yeah. like you know, it's very charming. Adult. <laughs> It's just hilarious to me. Yeah, it's very charming. It's uh, It's got, like, a very relaxing pace to it, and it's funny and yeah. goofy. I don't know. I love it. It's it's a very uh, very near near and dear to my heart, that series, for sure. Well, and it's a nice, like, little time killer when you just want something fun. Yeah, it's like, that's a good game that's, like, you play, you know, it's not a game you play for hours a day. It's a game yeah. you play for, like, 20 minutes every day. Yeah, or you're like, oh, you know, I don't feel like shooting people in the head today or murdering Sims, so I'll go to Animal Crossing. Yeah, just go do a little <laughs> bit of interior design, yep. you know, run, fish, run some fish errands. a little bit. And... Yeah, yeah run, <laughs> run some errands, make some money, you know, yep. pay off your mortgage, just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> catch some fish and sell them and add an addition on my house <laughs> yeah unbelievable rates <laughs> yeah get really good money for fish <laughs> oh yeah jesus that was always like the craziest thing i was just like what kind of currency is bells that i'm getting like 83 bells for a shell yeah <laughs> you know like is is are we talking about change is this like yen are these dollars I'm... for garbage that you just found yeah it's like i'm literally selling you garbage mm-hmm Exactly. Unreal. Tom Nook is like the OG slumlord of the video game world. Oh yeah, I love watching like all these videos on YouTube where it's just like parodies of Animal Crossing. Yeah, there was a good, a good one where it was like just recent too, um, where it was like the mayor had been gone for a long time and came back, and it was all like anarchy and like they had like burning <laughs> everything down and like blowing yeah. up because he'd been gone so long, and they're <laughs> like, oh, you know, look at the weeds everywhere, and then the little. Um, I don't remember her name, Lillian or something, the one who, like, is, like, your assistant. And oh, yeah, yeah. She, and she's, Isabella? like... Isabella? Yeah, Isabella. And she's, like, oh, but, you know, we, we funded the, the statue, so we got the statue built. And so we have that, but they, like, were blowing everything up. It was just hilarious. I'm, like, that's how it is, because you leave and they all flip out. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's just, like, am I the only person in this town that does anything? Jesus. Yeah, exactly. The entire economy is built on the back of this one human being. Yeah. <laughs> All these animals <laughs> relying on you. Oh, man. I thought that was, like, so funny. Like, when I played that game as a kid, um, yeah, I remember, like, my dad, like, uh, like walked in on me playing it and was, like, asking me questions about it one day. And he was just like, why is everybody an animal? And I was like, it's Animal Crossing. Yeah. What does that mean? And I was like, I, I don't know. Like, who cares? <laughs> I'm not concerned. <laughs> yeah, I was. that was never – I was never interested in the backstory of this universe about yeah. why I'm the only human in this town. <laughs> I don't concern myself the backstory of, like, Bullet Bill and stuff in Mario Brothers. <laughs> yeah, right? Where, where, but where does the PD Piranha come from? Yeah. That's what I want to know. <laughs> What's funny what? is uh, there was – 
I don't remember if there were it was something like the little like cannonballs on the chains and we, oh we uh, might, chain chomps yeah and me and my friend like named them after like this boy we didn't like at school so we're <laughs> like oh you have to avoid those and like we just called them by his name that's funny <laughs> whenever we played it yeah that was a great game oh yeah i like i have i have real deep love for a lot of nintendo franchises animal crossing and mario brothers are definitely yeah. near the top of that list they're playing mario paint Oh my god, it's so funny that just, like I literally bought that the other day. Like I have it right here. Like in this bag. I bought I found the uh there's like um a, a retro game store near my house and um I got the cartridge for three dollars oh, and nice. they had the they had the mouse too. Oh nice. So like I bought it and like me and uh me and the guys are gonna do a series about it. We're like we're just the, gonna play more Mario fly, Paint every the week. Fly swatter and then like making the songs with like the dogs yeah. and the cats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're definitely gonna have some fun with that. I can't wait to screw around with that game. Never, I've never played it before. Oh no! Oh, yeah, so it was great. like I never knew anyone that had it, and I never owned a Super Nintendo for myself. So oh, it's so great. It's I'm just like, like weird, a weird game. It's such a weird game. I'm really excited to fool around with it. Like I can't wait to like make some make some stuff in it. Yeah, songs are pretty awesome. <laughs> I remember making those, and then there's like one where it's just like a fly swatter game, and you just swat flies. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a mini game, right? Yeah, and like that's all it is—just swat flies. It's weird. It's such Bizarre. a weird. It's such a weird. Uh, I don't know. That game is very before its time. I think. Yeah. This, yeah, it's it's a strange game. I don't think I think like more people probably just like made music than actually like drew pictures in it. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like that was a, a, a definitely a big thing. Like a lot of people used it to just like fool around and make chiptune songs. Yeah, exactly. I think like some people still like made ones because I remember hearing like the Game of Thrones in it. The Game of Thrones theme song right. made in yeah, Mario yeah. Paint. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's like basically what I'm gonna try to do with it. Like I want to like just make a series where we like pick a song every week and just like fool around like trying to put it together and then just like kind of splice all the funniest moments of like me getting frustrated trying to make a composition on mario paint (laughs) with dogs barking yeah 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 i'm just gonna do the game of thrones theme and all dog barks (laughs) that'd be pretty great (laughs) it should be a good time i'm definitely excited to fool around with it for like for 18 bucks total i don't think i could beat that yeah yeah (laughs) That's pretty decent. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe the cart was only three dollars. Like, oh, it's got like a little uh, blemish on the front of it, but you know, it's like whatever. Like, you know, it yeah. plays. That's yeah, all that matters. Exactly. <laughs> That's all that does matter as long as it works. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, other than Overwatch, is there any other games coming out that you're excited about or looking forward to? Uh, right now, my focus is pretty squarely put on Uncharted Four. Oh, nice. Um, which just came out yesterday, and um, I'm like. I think I'm like four or five chapters into it, so um, not very far at all. I like I just played it last night for a couple hours before I went to bed. Oh yeah, um, but that's gonna be where my attention's gonna be uh, for at least at least the next month. And uh, I'm also really excited about Doom. Um, yeah, I saw the comes out like for that today, actually. I think, or maybe it came out yesterday as well. Um, so yeah, that's another one. When I'm done with Uncharted, I'll probably pick that up. Um, but I've got, like, a ton of games on my backlog that I really need to get to, too. Like, I still haven't played Undertale, and that's been, like, burning a hole in my pocket. Um, I've got a couple games on Vita that I'm really anxious to play, like, uh, Severed, which is, like, this Vita exclusive that was made by the developers who made Guacamelee. Oh, nice. Um, it's, like, uh, like a dungeon crawler, like, first-person kind of thing, um, which I picked that up, too, so... 
Axie Verge just came to Vita. I kind of want to pick it up. So there's like a ton of games on Batches <laughs> to play. That's the thing. Like I literally have a, a document um, on my desktop that's just called the backlog. It has a <laughs> list of every game that I bought and haven't played yet, as well as every game I'm interested in buying. Nice. Um, just haven't had the time yet as well. <laughs> oh, God, a game that I'm really in- anxious to play that I think you might like um, is a game called Stardew Valley. Have you heard about that at all? No, I haven't. It's uh, basically like... Uh, Harvest Moon spiritual successor. Oh, okay. So it's like it's a farming sim. There's like relationships, and you build a family. There's mining and all kinds of stuff like that. But it's supposed to be excellent, and people are really, really into it. Um, so yeah, that's that's another one that I've been really been meaning to get to. But you know, yeah, it's I'll like have a to check that out. More casual experience. I want to wait until I have like a little more free time to like kind of delve into it. I don't want to like pick it up, start it, and then kind of like fall off of it. You know? Yeah. So, I spend most of my time on WoW or watching Let's Play videos of other people playing games. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, I'm always so uh, torn too because, like, I'm I'm always there's so many games that I play um, for like a Let's Play or something like that. And I'm like, man, this game's awesome. I got to play more of this. And then I'm just like, when do I find the time? Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, like, I know like a couple. I think it was back in November. Um, me and uh, one of my guys, Ozzy, on my channel did our first unboxing video. But uh, it's like it's like a loot crate kind of thing, but it's specifically for like indie games. Oh yeah, and like they give you like a boxed version of it every month. It's really really dope. Um, and one of the the first one I ever bought was this game uh, called Freedom Planet, and um, it's uh, in the same way that Stardew Valley is like a Harvest Moon spiritual successor. Um, it's a um, a Sonic the Hedgehog spiritual successor. Oh, okay, and. Uh, just plays really well and like i was a big sonic fan as a kid and the sonic games are just hot garbage now so yeah (laughs) uh, that was like a nice little deviation like i've been playing through that like i said i got it back in november and i'm finishing it now you know (laughs) just about to finish it because i I started playing it like two weeks ago when i needed something to play and just been trying to get through that now so i'm always i'm always like you know (laughs) there's always something on horizon something i want to play from like 10 fucking years ago that i've never played (laughs) and you know, than a million other experiences that I'm wrapped up in already, so. Yeah. I How about you? Anything on the horizon that you're excited for? Um, I got Legion coming out August 30th for WoW. So okay, that's, yeah. That's mainly what I'm looking forward to. I, it's weird, because it comes out in, like, September or October, and it's coming out a little bit earlier this yeah, it's year. it's coming out, like, this summer? That's weird. Yeah, it's strange, so I'm definitely looking forward to that, but other than that... Probably not a whole lot. I mean, most of the time I just play Animal Crossing on my DS. <laughs> That's sort of sort of what I do. I mean, my husband's more the console gamer, so he plays his hockey and his football and stuff. And once in a while we'll play wrestling. But, I mean, other than that, I mainly just wow at this point. Right. <laughs> wow rules my life. <laughs> Speaking of which, we've talked a lot about uh, wow and Blizzard stuff. I um, I wanted to ask you, um, so what was your what's your opinion on the whole... Um, I forget the name of the server, but the whole drama that happened a while back with that, oh, that legacy server that yeah. had been running Hello Wow that was so popular and everything. Like, what do you have any? Do you have an opinion on that? Um, it's kind of funny because like. Well, there's the joke is like, oh, how do you know someone's been playing since vanilla? Well, don't worry, they'll tell you. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's the big thing where it's like, oh, I've been playing since vanilla. Like, I pl- I started playing like the week before BC came out. Um, I did the yeah, trial for it. My husband's playing since vanilla, so <laughs> I can totally brag. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but it's like there's always people talking about you know the way things were back then and how like because the world changed in cataclysm with the one expansion they made permanent changes to the world and a lot of people miss the way things were and like i did too because i'm like oh i miss going through this zone or this kind of area and so there's always talk about pushing blizzard to have vanilla servers or like legacy servers with that and then i guess these people decided to do it on their own (laughs) And yeah, so like, what was your what was your reaction to them shutting it down though? Um, I can see it because I mean it's it's Blizzard, right? So they don't want yeah. people, you know, using their stuff. But I think that they could have compromised, and it's like there's obviously enough for it. Like pretty much since the second expansion, Lich King came out, that people have been asking for legacy stuff and vanilla stuff. And if people went to the trouble of making their own, and there's people actually using it and playing it then maybe, you know, you could think about doing something like that. Yeah, there's obviously a community there. Yeah, I mean, there's, like, there's always people talking about, you know, going back and playing it, and, like, constantly on the forums, when you're actually playing, there's always people like, oh, you know, I wish we had Vanilla WoW, and, like, I kind of remember, you know, like, some things, obviously, the changes were better, but, I mean, like, as far as, like, the world and stuff, I mean, it would be kind of nice to, like, see how things were, whereas, like, you know, zones now are completely, like, one's completely underwater, so you can't do anything there anymore. Yeah, Cataclysm, like, destroyed most of Azeroth, right? Yeah, like, it ripped a big, like, scar through part of the land, so it, like, divided a big chunk of it up. Um, Like, one zone is completely underwater, there's, like, just you know, like, the damage and everything that's there from the dragon going through and from Deathwing, like, destroying everything. So you kind of lose, like, that part of it. Same with, like, um, Pandaria. There was, like, the way it was, and then, like, stuff happened in the game, so then parts of it are, like, you know, absorbed or, like, scarred now or taken over, and you kind of miss that. So people haven't played it, you know, before then, then they don't get to see that. And, you know, it's kind of nice to be able to go back and look at the old zones. And I think for the people that, you know, maybe didn't play before Cataclysm, it's nice for them to see these areas and what they looked like before. Because, I mean, people put work into it. The people that made the game, you know, I feel bad for, like, the designer that worked so hard and made a zone. And then now it's like, oh, it's all underwater now. Or we yeah. destroyed it, you know, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, that's that was always uh, kind of my, my thing with it. Um, granted, like, I'm not a WoW player and I haven't been for a long time. So, like maybe my opinion isn't really worth much but um uh are you familiar with uh john tron yep so he did a video like where he was reacting to it and um he made a point that i thought was really salient where um you know he was like the way that like wow has been handled it's like imagine if like you know the creators of chess decide like oh hey here's super chess and now you can never play chess again yeah you know (laughs) and it's like like i i you know, it's it's not a, like a perfect analogy, but I thought that was a pretty good point. Where like, you know, personally, like I played WoW during Vanilla and Burning Crusade. Mm-hmm. So if I decided I want to go back and like nostalgically re-experience WoW, that's impossible. You know, yeah. I can't. The, the areas I played in don't even exist anymore. Yeah, well, that's exactly it. Like, I mean, you know, for the for the game, like some changes were good. Like the actual like gameplay changes so you know you used to get your mount at level 40 now you get it at level 20 or like right you used to have to like run to like this other zone to get the flight path and well now you can just like you know take the zeppelin or you get the flight path and stuff things like that i can see but as far as like the landscape and all that goes and the actual like world it would be nice to be able to go back to the old world and see how it looks especially now because like they put in flying 
over the old zones and you can never used to be able to fly there. So you get to see right. all these extra little areas, but it's sad because it's like half of them are destroyed. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I played, you can only use the, um, the, the flying mounts on like one specific sector. Like yeah. The, the map or whatever. Yeah. So they changed it. And now you can fly like in all the old zones and everything, but it's like, you know, it's nice to see like these other little hidden areas and see things from above and stuff. But it'd be nicer if like it was the old way things were. Yeah, stuff was actually still there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, like, I think it's cool that like they want the world to age and like mm-hmm. they want there to be remnants of the history of World of Warcraft. Like I think that's that's an, like, uh, an uh, admirable goal. Yeah. But I do think that like it just seems a little bit silly like to not give like if there's this this audience that wants this experience that wants to experience the game as it was yeah it it seems weird to not give it to them um i did i i know that like devs um made some statements about it because i know like they after they shut it down like they made a a public statement where they were saying like apparently like I know, like, in the interest of protecting their IP, like, legally speaking, they, it would, like, it would have been stupid for them to not shut it down. Yeah. And apparently, like, they tried to figure out some kind of workaround where they could, like, give them a license to, like, utilize the assets mm-hmm. in that way. But, like, legally speaking, like, there isn't really, like, any precedent for doing something like this. Yeah. So, like, it was harder than, like, you know, than just being like, oh, you guys can just do it. Like, you're sanctioned. Yeah. So apparently they're talking with a lot of the people that were like the instrumental like people running the servers mm-hmm. and like apparently they're trying to like figure out something uh, like something yeah. of how they might be able to like employ them and like give people some kind of a vanilla like version whether it's like actually a true vanilla server or or whether it's like some kind of mode or something like that. Like yeah. We'll see. But well, that's what it's, I was it gonna... sounds like they're maybe going to do something about it, which is cool. I, I'm I'm glad to see that they at least responded to it. Yeah. Well, I, I was going to say like that's something they could easily do is make it like an instance, so you have to go through like the portal or whatever, and it's just like that one compartmentalized part of the game. Yeah. Is like the old world. That's really cause... cool. You go back in time. Yeah, because there there is like dungeons like that where you go back to like you know, it's like old Hillsbred. So it's like how it was for, you know, before you were playing Vanilla WoW. It's like, you know, so many years have passed and you do the dungeon through there. So really, there's no reason they couldn't make it like, you know, the instance of like raids are an instance, everything like that is. Make it That's like a really good point. I hadn't thought of that. Where you could just like do stuff and like maybe you don't actually like do quests and stuff in it, but... I mean, you could at least, like, look at it. <laughs> I don't know. I think it'd be really cool if you could, like, instance and go back and just play old quests. Yeah. You know, like, just, like, reuse that code. Well, and it's kind of like, you know, starting over now, too. So if you make a new character and you're going back through these zones and it's like, okay, well, but it's all changed and it's different now. And it could be like, oh, I really liked playing, you know, this area and doing the quest in the zone, but it's completely different now because there's all the stuff that's happened. Yeah. So you kind of miss out on it that way. But I think, like, yeah, like, Blizzard is pretty good about, like, players and, you know, customer service end of things. And I think that that's where they kind of are more on the ball than other companies. So, like, yeah, you know, they had to shut it down and it kind of sucks. But, like I said, like, they they probably will end up working something out with these people. And I wouldn't be surprised if, like, something came of it because these people took the initiative to do it on their own. I hope so. I mean, like... My my expectation when they shut it down was that they were just going to shut it down and not ever talk about it again. You know, mm-hmm. the fact that they, like, came out and were like, hey, like, you know, we're sorry that we had to do this, but legally speaking, it was, like, really the only option. And, yeah. like, we appreciate your passion. Like, we're thinking about it. Like, that's cool. At, at least they came out and were like, 
you know, we appreciate your desire for this, you know, this older game mode and like we're going to we're going to work on something for yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Whether or not it ends up being, you know, what what the WoW community actually wants, we'll see, but I don't know. Blizzard's be, its, its own beast. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's just sad. I, I don't know why they can't just set up like separate servers or something. Yeah. Like I know, like they're like, oh, it's really hard to like maintain multiple versions of the game. So it's like, why don't you just make them different games? You know, yeah. like make that like if you want to play like WoW Classic, you know, yeah. you could play WoW Classic. But if you want to play regular WoW, you know. Well, it used to be too. Like I remember, I don't know if it was, I think it was like the Lich King one. So when Lich King came out. And to get to, like, the new zone. So if you hadn't bought, like, the new expansion, you couldn't get to that new zone. But you could still right. play the game. Yeah. You just and that was, that was what it was like with Burning Crusade, yeah. too. It was like, you just played in Azeroth. You didn't play in, like, I forget what it was called. But, like, the, you know, the place where the Blood Elves and the Draenei were. Like, yeah. you just couldn't go there. And it's yeah. like, all right, fun. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, I mean, there's no reason that it couldn't be like that now or you know like okay well i'll just install vanilla and play i've always wondered about that too i'm like if i just install install vanilla what happens but it's like no it makes you like install everything yeah like i i literally thought the same thing like i i wondered that because i i was like well when did that divergent point happen when when did it happen where you couldn't do that anymore you know i guess probably lich king i think it was Um, like i think it was actually with cataclysm that happened after Lich oh King. my god yeah that must be, yeah you're totally right because i mean like, like that's the event that wrecked everything yeah, so. and i think that that was... that's when like they made it where you had to install everything and like yeah. do all the updates to be able to play it i feel like that expansion was like so fucking like it was like such a, such a mistake yeah it like, was like half an expansion too because it was like in between real expansions and it was only like a five level one whereas like most of the other ones are like 10 levels and yeah and i, I remember like i don't know i, I I, I remember there being a very visceral, like, reaction to Cataclysm where people yeah. were just, this is not what we want, and, like, you know, like, they were very angry about it. But I, I know even just, like, um, that, you know, that's anecdotal, but, like, I was looking at a chart not that long ago, um, like, around the time of this, you know, when this whole news thing was going around, mm-hmm. um, where there was a chart showing, like, the install base of WoW, like, over the years, and, like, when they hit peak, like, you know, uh, consecutive subscribers and then, like, when it started to kind of die off and, like, saw, like, what WoW is now where it's, like, you have diehards like you and then there are people that come back every time there's an expansion and they make a bunch of money. Yeah. Um, and it was, like, it was after Lich King. Like, Lich King was when they hit, like, 11 million concurrent or whatever, like, whatever fucking crazy high number it was. And then, like, as soon as Cataclysm (laughs) happened, that number, like, got cut, like, in half (laughs) or something. Like, it was a really big drop. Like, people were, like running away from wow after cataclysm so it seems weird that they're so like dead set on digging their feet in yeah it was it was definitely like a big drop because they're always like oh you know we have so many people and then it like steadily went down and then when miss pandaria came out which was kind of like you know another big like one that kind of tanked a little bit and a lot of people left because they're like oh it's cartoonies and panda and it's stupid yeah some (laughs) people seem to like it but a lot of people also seem to have that kind of reaction to it yeah i mean like it was okay i mean it looked it looked really nice and the land was like really pretty and everything and like i know pandas have been a part of the lore for a long time yes it's like the first warcraft right yeah like they're always part of it but everyone's like oh it's just like kung fu panda and you know it's has nothing to do with anything and then you know turning that into more like where they're having like the horde versus alliance near the end which turned into you know the drainer kind of thing after that but i know like a lot of people dropped off in pandaria too 
I thought I thought that was like really funny. Like to your point, like the whole thing of um, everyone was like, "Oh, like this has nothing to do with anything." And it's yeah. like, I mean, it, it does though. Like these, these, this race has always been in the Warcraft. Yeah. <laughs> like this is totally appropriate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because they're always like the brewmasters, and you could get the little like panda pet, and they're the yeah. ones that handle all the brew and everything. So yeah, I mean, like if anything, like it's kind of weird that they weren't playable earlier. Yeah, you know, like they introduced races before they used all the races that they actually had. Yeah, exactly. Like the Drain Eye were just straight up aliens. Like yep. just like, hey, new races here, they're aliens. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, oh, okay. Alien like goat aliens. <laughs> yeah. I, they're badass. I love them. I that's what I played uh my main character. Like I had a, a main like during Vanilla Wow, um that was a, a night elf hunter. Oh yeah. And then I switched over to I made a Drain Eye mage because I just thought Drain Eye were so cool. Yeah, they're like the only um not class race i'd play <laughs> i'm horrible <laughs> they're the only race that i play when i if i alliance otherwise i mainly just play horde <laughs> so is there still like a war going on between the alliance and horde or is oh, that like... yeah always yeah always <laughs> yeah I mean, that's what i figured that's like the core of the game a lot like... of people like you know have like other characters on both like we have you know some alliance characters i mean I don't know, like, we've just never managed to get them that high, and I always just end up going back to my Horde characters. Right, but yeah. I, I, I know people that play Alliance, and it's the same thing. They'll try out Horde, and then they just go back to Alliance. Yeah. Yeah, that was the thing. I was, I was always more of an Alliance guy, but I had a Horde character, too. I had a, um, what, what are the, oh, God, the the Buffalo guys. Or like, oh, a Torin. Torin, yeah, I had a Torin uh, something. I don't remember what he was, but I, had, <laughs> I played a Torin for a while. Yeah, they're big. <laughs> I think it was probably like a tank or something. I don't remember. They're big cows. <laughs> it shows how little I played that character. Like, I was definitely more of an alliance player. <laughs> That's just me, though. Like, you know, I, I always, like, I always, like, lean more towards, like, the good guys, you know? Everybody has their preference. I mean, it's, you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, I don't like people because they play alliance. Like, whatever, yeah. you know? You play a while, it's good enough. <laughs> That's my character alignment. I like the... The, the good side of the spectrum more often than not so <laughs> plus i like elves you know so it's yeah. like the first expansion there weren't elves on the other side so i was yeah. like all right well that made my choice pretty easy yeah exactly <laughs> <clears throat> well i guess we should probably wrap things up yeah sounds good we've been going for oh geez over an hour yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's okay i was aiming for about an hour or so cool. Great. <laughs> that's pretty so if people want to check you out, uh, watch your, your videos online, uh, what's your channel again for everyone? Uh, our channel is Slack and Slash. Uh, you can find us on YouTube. Um, you can also visit us at www.slackandslash.com. You can find all our stuff. Um, and if you guys want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at loud underscore Pete. And uh, I'm always putting up links to our videos and talking about the stuff we have going on. So, um, yeah, I hope you guys will come check out the channel. And I'll have it all in the, in the show notes for everyone as well. <laughs> so you Thank you very much. Directly. <laughs> so yeah, so thanks for being on. It was fun talking video yep. games. I mean, I haven't done a video game podcast yet, so. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me, Mandy. I would love to come back anytime. Oh yeah, for sure. I definitely will have you back and we'll talk maybe after Overwatch comes out and we get a little That'd bit of brain in that in. Alright, thanks again. Thanks for listening to Little Geek Lost. Hope you enjoyed this week's show. You can find me on littlegeeklost.com, on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Geek Life Radio. New episodes come out every Monday. And of course, you can find me on the Menreal Network at menreal.net.